Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 38, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So, hello everyone, it's Wednesday, and that usually puts Marvin in an excellent mood. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So, Marvin, how are you mooing today? Oh, I'm mooing great, Dave. I'm in a great mood. Everything is okey-doke. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear it, and I suspect that's because it's Wednesday. So, let's get to it, and we will say hello to Benjamin. Hey! It's Wednesday, everything is okey-doke Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke Hi everyone Ah, hello Benjamin, so how are you mooing today? Dave, I'm a wolf, I don't moo Okay, well, so what do wolves say? Well, we say hello Dave, it's kind of a weird question Okay, well Benjamin, do you have a joke for us this week? Oh, you know I do Dave, okay Get ready to laugh. Here goes. So, why wouldn't Pharaoh let the Israelites go? Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. Why wouldn't he let them go? Because he was in denial. Oh, <laughs> denial. Like the river, Dave. The river Nile. He was in denial. <laughs> yes, thank you, Marvin. I, I do get these jokes. Oh, just checking. Okay, well, look, thanks for coming in, Benjamin. Oh, yeah, no problem, Dave. You know me. I'm here to help. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye, Benjamin. Right, Marvin. Okay, we better get to it. Yesterday we had flies, and today we're going to cover the next three plagues. Okay, so let me see. That'll that'll bring us up to seven, right? That's right. Okay, so, well, who's reading today? Well, today it's our friend Lois. Oh, hi, Lois. Hi, guys. Today we'll be reading from Exodus 9. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Go to Pharaoh, tell him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go. Then they will be able to worship me. Do not refuse to let them go. Do not keep holding them back. If you refuse, my powerful hand will bring a terrible plague on you. I will strike your livestock in the fields. I will strike your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep and goats. But I will treat Israel's livestock differently from yours. No animal that belongs to the people of Israel will die. The Lord set a time for the plague. He said, Tomorrow I will send it on the land. So the next day the Lord sent it. All the livestock of the Egyptians died, but not one animal that belonged to the Israelites died. Pharaoh searched and found out what had happened. He discovered that not even one animal that belonged to the Israelites had died, but he was still very stubborn. He wouldn't let the people go. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. He said, Take handfuls of ashes from the furnace. Have Moses toss them into the air in front of Pharaoh. The ashes will turn into dust over the whole land of Egypt. Then painful boils will break out on people and animals all over the land. Their bodies will be covered with them. So Moses and Aaron took ashes from the furnace and stood in front of Pharaoh. Moses tossed them into the air. Then boils broke out on people and animals alike. The bodies of the Egyptians were covered with boils. 
the magicians couldn't stand in front of Moses because of the boils that were all over them. But the Lord made Pharaoh stubborn. Pharaoh wouldn't listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said to Moses. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Get up early in the morning, go to Pharaoh and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, Let my people go. Then they will be able to worship me. If you do not let them go, I will send the full force of my plagues against you this time. They will strike your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in the whole earth. By now I could have reached out my hand. I could have struck you and your people with a plague that would have wiped you off the earth. But I had special reason for making you king. I decided to show you my power. I wanted my name to become known everywhere on earth. But you are still against my people. You will not let them go. So at this time tomorrow, I will send the worst hailstorm ever to fall on Egypt in its entire history. Give an order now to bring your livestock inside in a safe place. Bring in everyone that is outside. The hail will fall on all the people and animals that are left outside. They will die. The officials of Pharaoh, who had respect for what the Lord had said, obeyed him. They hurried to bring their slaves and their livestock inside, but others didn't pay attention to what the Lord had said. They left their slaves and livestock outside. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Reach out your hand towards the sky. Then hail will fall all over Egypt. It will beat down on people and animals alike. It will strike everything growing in the fields of Egypt. Moses reached out his walking stick towards the sky. Then the Lord sent thunder and hail. Lightning flashed down the ground. The Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. Hail fell and lightning flashed back and forth. It was the worst storm in Egypt's entire history. Hail struck everything in the fields all over Egypt. It fell on people and animals alike. It beat down everything growing in the fields. It tore all the leaves off the trees. The only place it didn't heal was in the area of Goshen. That's where the people of Israel were. Then Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron. This time I've sinned, he said to them. The Lord has done what is right. I and my people have done wrong. Pray to the Lord because we've had enough thunder and heal. I let you and your people go. You don't have to stay here any longer. Moses replied, When I've left the city, I lift up my hands and pray to the Lord. The thunder will stop. There won't be any more hail. Then you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still don't have any respect for the Lord God. The barley was ripe. The flax was in bloom. So they were both destroyed. But the wheat and the spelt weren't destroyed. That's because they ripen later. Then Moses left Pharaoh and went out to the city. Moses lifted up his hands and prayed to the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped. The rain didn't pour down on the land any longer. Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail and thunder had stopped. So he sinned again. He and his officials became stubborn. So Pharaoh was stubborn. 
he wouldn't let the people of Israel go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. Thanks, Lois. Dave, these plagues are terrible. These seem way worse than the frogs and the flies. Yep, things have gone from just being unpleasant, horrible, to real death and destruction. So can you imagine how the Egyptians felt? Lots of their animals had died. They'd had boils all over their skin, huge hailstones falling from the sky. Hmm, I think I'd be pretty scared, Dave. All these horrible, scary things happening to me one after the other, and and there'd be nothing I could do about any of it. That's right. And then you look over to Goshen, where the Israelites live, and you see that none of this stuff is happening over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you'd be thinking, hey, those guys have something that I don't. Exactly, Marvin. You see, the Egyptians had their magicians and they actually had lots of gods that they worshipped. So they were probably praying to all those gods, asking them for help. But God was showing there is only one true God. All other gods are false. Oh, I see. In fact, Marvin, the Bible doesn't say exactly why God chose those ten plagues, but some people think that each plague was kind of directed against one of Egypt's false gods. So they worshipped a god who was god of the Nile. And then our God turned the Nile to blood and there was nothing that false God could do about it. They worshipped a God whose head was the head of a frog, another who had the head of a fly, another the head of a cow. And on and on it goes. And God strikes down the Egyptians and each time he does, their gods, who should be able to protect them if they were real, well, they are shown to be worthless. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it's kind of like what we talked about yesterday, giving glory to God, making us say, wow, look at who he is. That's right. So today, kids, thank God that he is the one true God. When we pray, we're not praying to a God somebody made up that can't hear us and can't do anything to help us. We pray and are loved by the God who is living and active. Yeah, that's a real good thing, huh, Dave? Yeah, it really is. Well, Marvin, we are out of time today, so we had better say goodbye, and we will be back tomorrow for Plagues 8 and 9. Okay, great. Yeah, bye, everyone. See you then. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh 